You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. That's right. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. He is one Brendan Tobin. We've also got help from our producers, Jake and Enrique, and everybody back at the BetQL headquarters. Appreciate you checking us out here, wherever you are this Saturday evening. Uh, BT, do you happen to have your crystal ball there with you? Uh, it's got to be somewhere around there. I'm gonna, I got no. this Miami Heat. Crystal uh, hops glass. Yeah, that's a that's a shot glass. Well, that's good enough. Keep that thing there because I need you to look All into right. the future with me. All right. So, tough thirty one. I don't know how much people care about the Ultimate Fighter anymore. Maybe we'll watch a little bit because it's Conor McGregor. It airs at the end of the month. That's not what I want to know. I want to know once they finally fight. Maybe it's going to be at a catch weight. Who knows what, what weight these guys are going to fight at? Who do you like in this one? As of right now, it's a pick 'em fight. Go either way. I feel like it's crazy for me to say Conor McGregor because he doesn't win fights anymore. But there's something about there's something there's something about Conor McGregor juiced to the gills. Like I don't know, maybe he's gonna come back as like this just super gorilla that's gonna have his power back because like you're asking like how much are you interested in the uh, the Ultimate Fighter? They showed that little shovsky that he gave to Michael Chandler. I must have seen that on Twitter a hundred times. I'm like, ooh, I think I'm in. I think I'm in with them shoving each other. And it looks like he launched Michael Chandler with that shove. So, I don't know. It looks like if Conor McGregor were to get in an octagon right now, I I feel like his gas tank, which was already suspect, it feels like it's all of, like, three minutes. But if he can get him in those three minutes, I like Conor. To your point, though, and you're right, Conor hasn't won a fight since the Nixon administration. But Michael Chandler, I mean, if you actually break down his resume, yeah, it was awesome that he kicked a guy's face off. That guy was Tony Ferguson. He beat up Dan Hooker. So it's not exactly the most impressive of all resumes. I completely understand why this one's a pick Also, if you're going to bet on KU basketball or the Yankees or the Lakers, you always have to pay a tax. That's how it works because so many people want to bet that team, and there's obviously a tax anytime. You bet Conor McGregor. So because of that, I'm leaning Michael Chandler. But who knows exactly when we're going to get that fight. All right, we know that we're going to get Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. We had the discussion last week, does Colby deserve it? I think so. I think that even sitting on the sidelines, he's the right guy for the job. Right now, it's basically a pick Minus 105 for the champion, Leon Edwards. Colby Covington, plus 105. Styles make fights. And I think that Leon has been a great matchup for Usman. And I think that Usman mm-hmm. was a great matchup against Colby. I know it's weird and MMA math doesn't work this way, but I actually think that Colby is going to give Leon Edwards a lot of trouble, and I'll take the plus 105 underdog. 
is it just because what like because of Colby's like cardio is relentlessness as opposed to Absol- what absolutely absolutely and with Leon here's the thing and maybe this isn't fair he's defended his title now against the same guy so we haven't really seen him you know fight necessarily a different style in the last what we're talking about almost calendar year Colby presents a difficult I mean Colby gave Kamaru Usman trouble back before Usman had lost sure. so it sounds like you like Leon in this one I, I I think it's a tough fight to pick, to be honest with you. I, I think this is, I think the odds makers have it right because I think that as much as people want to say, you know, Kobe's cringe and all that, like Kobe's very, very good. He's 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 a tremendous fighter. And oh, yeah. yeah, he he's been so linked to Usman. You know, it's tough to also take out his other great performances that he's had in there, but this guy has made a lot of guys look really, really bad and and has dominated them. Um uh, you know, you think about what he does to, to Masvidal and how he just picks those strikers up, put, puts them down, you know, gets them with strikes as they're coming in. And so, yeah, I am curious to see how Leon deals with that because it's just a different pace. Like, Usman is very methodical. He will put you up against the cage. He will grind you out. He will go for one big takedown where Colby will take you down, pick you up, put you down three times in a round while throwing punches at you. And so, yeah, I think it is a very different test that Leon uh, has to take on. That being said, his takedown defense was tremendous against Kamaru's. And, uh, you know, I would say is much better than Masvidal's, who, you know, can look like a, a little bit of a fish out of water when you have a good grappler in there. So it is a, it is going to be one of those things where I, I, I have a lot of theories on how it could go, but I don't know if we will know maybe until round one because of, you know, what is that for? What is it going to be like when that, when somebody goes for that first takedown? Because, if he's able to keep it standing, I mean, like, yeah, this is not a this is not a contest. Like, you know, Leon's gonna light him up on his feet, but Colby just he just never ever stops. It's a really, really hard challenge. You know what's gonna be a weird visual is seeing Usman rooting hard for Colby, because you'd have to imagine that if Leon wins the fight, there's no way that they run it back Leon versus Usman, because Usman's lost both those fights. But if Colby holds the belt, now it's like, all right, he's the champion. But there is a guy out there that's already beat him twice who's trying to get his belt back. So tell me if you disagree. I think Usman is cheering loud and often for Kamaru uh, Usman for uh, Colby that night. I feel like that last fight was very close. And I feel like that Usman, if he has a couple of impressive performances, I feel like, because, like, look, the last fight, first of all, he does have a win over him. It was a long time ago, but he does have a win on his resume against that's true. Uh, that's true. Leon. So... And we saw a lot of that first fight. But, yeah, I do think it's time for some new contenders. But if he goes out and, let's say, he just destroys Hamzat and does something impressive and there's just nobody else, yeah, I I would be fine to Usman getting another shot. Obviously, him and Colby have a ton of history, so that one makes a lot of sense too. But I I, I don't think that Usman's in the ballpark of he doesn't get a title shot while Leon holds the belt right now. I don't. I, I think that the last fight was was uh, was was too close for me to – say, oh, no, no way. He he never gets a title shot again. Like when Max lost to Volk this last time around, it was definitive. Volk put the nail in the coffin. He blew him out. We're like, all right, we really have ended this chapter right now. Until Volkanovski loses the belt, Max Holloway can't fight for the belt. I, I don't feel like that's the case with Usman. I, I don't think it's the same. 
No, I'm with you there. I think that in all light, well, I, and I'm also not going to lie to you that uh, I completely forgot that about a decade ago, Usman did beat Leon Edwards. So technically, we've already seen the trilogy. This would be for a fourth one. So I guess it's a little bit different because he's right. Like he could say, I'm out here to even the score. Um, speaking of divisions that are in a weird spot, especially at the very top, now we know after Aljamain Sterling took out Henry Cejudo last Saturday night that Sean O'Malley's next. Sean gets in the cage. They have the words. Sean loses that sweet coat of his. I'm not sure if you ever end up getting that thing back. Now we know that the fight is going to be Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley, and the early odds are out. And I'm a little bit surprised. I didn't think O'Malley was going to be favored or anything like that, but I did think that he would be like a plus 130, plus 135. Right now, and it's early, Sean O'Malley plus 235 to take the belt off of Aljamain Sterling, the champion minus 275. Your early thoughts. Uh, you know, when we, when we were bringing this up earlier in the show, like, doesn't really surprise me that the odds are there because it's a little reflective of what they were when he fought Piotr Jan, that, uh, people were like, this is too much for, for Sean. Matt. Listen, it's not very he long won, ago though. when we thought he won very well, he, he won, Ish, but it was a very, very, sort of. very, 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 both of these guys, very, very, very close controversial fights over Piotr Jan. Like, you know, they're, that's, uh, that they got that in common, but I think for uh, I think for Sean, you know, it's also a case of we just haven't seen him against the creme de la creme that much. You know, we don't know. It, he may be ready. It doesn't mean he's not ready. It's just I think the odds makers have questions, and that's why he's going into this as such a big underdog because you look at it, you're like, well, what's he going to be like? Because he hasn't really been in there with anybody like Aljamain Sterling. Because even with Jan, but, 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 it's but, a striking but, but, match. But I think you're, I think you're selling him a little short. I mean – one of those fights he lost, so maybe you're not giving him credit, but he's now fought Cheeto Vera and Piotr Jan, so that's two guys that have spent the last couple of years in the top three of whatever yeah. division they've been fighting in. So it's totally not like he hasn't fought anybody. No, but like I said, he hasn't fought anybody like Aljamain Sterling. When I say that, I mean style. True. Like he has not fought a guy who is is going to grapple you and drown you and try and you know take a – he's not going to get into a striking match with, with Sugar Sean Amount. It's not going to happen. And so is he going to be able to stay on his feet? I don't know. Maybe he will be. But I think that's what the big question there is. Like, well, what happens if Sean O'Malley gets taken to the ground? Look what Aljamain Sterling did to Corey Sanhagen. Like, you know, he's taken really dangerous strikers and, and choked them out. And, and so this guy is very, very dangerous when he has a big advantage in that, in that regard. This last fight that he just had against uh, Henry Cejudo, you know, Henry Cejudo is a great grappler. So, he was able to stave off that danger, but I think the odds makers are probably looking at, at at Sean and wondering, well, can he? We don't really know. I got a few more one-sided odds for you. So Alexander Volkanovsky is going to fight Yair Rodriguez, and Volk's always got these weird lines. He's a minus 420 against Yair. I think we both, just because of the odds, look at Yair as a plus 300 and go, all right. That's a live wire, and I'm certainly not going to put that much down on a minus 420, essentially, whoever it is. I think we both agree on this one. Tell me if I'm wrong. We don't necessarily think Yair's going to win the fight, but we're also going to put a little bit of money on him, right? The way he looked that last fight, I, I feel like that's a good value. You know, you're, you're right? getting a chance to, awesome. to make some money. And you just feel like with that guy, we've seen him pull out some Hail Marys in a fight, too. You know, like he can. As an underdog. He could just. Yeah, you, he could just pull stuff out uh, in, in any time and any place. 
So I think that's what you're probably hoping on. And I'm not surprised that they're, the odds are as lopsided as they are because I just feel like Volk's stock right now is just like through the roof. Oddly enough, off of a loss, I feel like it's higher than it's ever been because of what he did against uh, Islam. So I'm not surprised the odds are where they are. But yeah, man, I, I mean, look, if, if Max Holloway is going to sit here and tell me, hey, that dude's got a fight. He's got a chance, and he's been he spent more octagon time combined with all of those guys than we have or anybody else has. So if Max Holloway says it, I think that's a pretty good opinion to take that that uh, Yair is a live dog, and that's what Bless told us. Yeah, he actually came on our very show just a few weeks ago and said that uh, Amanda Nunez now has an, a new opponent for her belt. Juliana Pena is out. Aldana is in right now. Amanda is a minus 450 favorite. You can get the underdog Aldana at plus 320. And then we've got about 30 seconds left. John Jones, man, versus Stipe Miocic. John said that maybe this is going to be his last fight, and then all of a sudden the odds went even longer. Right now, minus 300 for John, plus 280 for Stipe. How big does that Stipe number need to get before you lay a little bit of money on him? <laughs> You know what? It, 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 the things that I got to watch out for, honestly, is stuff like John saying, I'm thinking about retiring. Because when I start seeing John get a little squirrely, uh -oh. that makes me wonder, like, well, what kind of performance am I going to get from the guy? Is he, ha is he like, is he already tired of fighting? And so that's what intrigues me about it. It's not about how good he is in the octagon. It's what's he dealing with, with outside the octagon. First of all, I'm never tired of fighting. As a matter of fact, coming up next on this show, I'm going to beat you up. That's right. Don't go anywhere. You're locked into the BetQL Network.